You're listening to the Joy Junkies Show podcast, episode 064. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 64. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, Hey, beautiful. Coming to you live from the Joy Junkie Studios. (laughs) (laughs) You're so worked up Uh, Well, not live, actually. I know. Coming to you recorded. It doesn't it feel like it, it feels like we're live. It does. But it we're feels not. like we're in your car, house, ear right Don't now. Don't you feel like you know us so well? Right. We know you too. You we're are like, our friends. We're like old lovers. Well, well maybe not quite well, that close. I don't know about that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you guys hanging out with us. Uh, so if you're new to the show, just so you know, what we typically do is we kind of vacillate between life topics and love topics so today we actually have a life topic because we love to vacillate yes we do yeah with vaseline <laughs> yikes. yikes whoa we took this it there took a real turn didn't yikes, it? um yeah so uh we this is actually what we have today came from a listener that's right and it was kind of cool because i don't I'm so used to talking in like life coach speak. <laughs> yes, so <laughs> which true. you are now too. Me too. I know. I know. I am. So, I got a question that was: You talk a lot about what doing what lights you up. How do you know? How do you know what lights you up, and how do you know what that is? And you know, do you have any tips for that? So, so it's back to basics today. It's going to be back to basics, but I think it'll be really advantageous for you guys. Even even if you do know what lights you up, to take some more actionable steps to start um, increasing that, like the fun factor. Yeah. So today is really about how the hell to be happy, how to find your joy. So before we jump into that, you know, we usually like to, you know, warm up the mics and shoot the shit. And a, little sh- a little shoot STS, you know. STS segment. <laughs> but I am just really pumped. I have something that I'm really excited to share. You are, what is it? Okay. Well, you know, I've been... I've been working on this cruise, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, My colleagues and stuff like that. So I haven't had a chance to, because we've been so wrapped up in promotion for that and that's been our big push, I haven't been able to do any of my regular classes. Right. Until now. Until now. So I'm so excited. I haven't launched this class. Which one are you doing? For almost a year. It's been almost a year. It's called Badass Boot Camp. Oh, the boot camp. It's a good one. Yeah, so it's a 21-day class, and it's virtual, and what I love so much about this is it's my most inexpensive class option that I offer ever. That's cool. So if you're out there going, oh my gosh, I would love to work with a coach, or I would love to do a retreat, or I would love to you know, take a class, it just always seems like I'm short on money. Here you go. This class it's almost a month long and it's less than 100 bucks whoa it's 97 nice bucks work. yeah so basically what it is is 
a opportunity for you to look at three primary categories. This is what we're covering off. The first week is all about mind games. So this is all that shit, like all the nonsense you talk in your head, this, the, your grumbling, all of this stuff that kind of gets in your own way. It um, keeps you from being lit up. From being lit up, but from also <clears throat> going after the things that you want to do. Um, so we, we start off with week one. We dismantle all of that. Week two, we jump into self-love and self-worth. Like cool. how, how to really, truly create a brand new relationship with yourself. Nice. And then week three, this is probably my favorite. This is one of my favorite topics ever is people pleasing and the comparison yeah, game. Yeah. So what, what happens is you get an audio lesson each week. You get worksheets each week. And then you also get a challenge each week, something that you're challenged to do. And then we have a Facebook forum where we all get to discuss. We had almost like 30 people last year. It was really cool. It's like Survivor. You got to, you know. Do your challenges. You got to do your challenges. Right. You got voted off the island. No, 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 no. You won't do that. But what's also super awesome? Okay, so the the early bird price is going to be ninety seven dollars. You guys, it opens tomorrow, August twenty sixth. Registration 26th. will be open, and so if you if you jump in on it tomorrow, you get it for the ninety seven dollar early bird rate. Ninety seven. Damn. Right. I mean, yeah. it's the cost of like what a concert. Maybe Easily. a new pair Easily of shoes or concert. two, a dinner out. It's like, how much more <laughs> is this going to influence your life? Okay, True. But that's not all. Oh. Everybody. <laughs> it's not all. There's also three bonuses included. You get, you get two additional audio classes. One of them is all about um, uh, self-love, a people-pleasing comparison game. It's a it's, uh, class, like a supplemental class that I did with my best friend mm. and so you get that one free and then you also get a free sex and relationships audio interview so it's like while we're working on yourself why not work on your relationships too do a little bit of both they're intertwined they really are yeah and then the next one freebie that you get is uh, a getting started audio to teach you basically how to get the absolute most out of the the three weeks together so it's just so cool it's just Cool I'm, I'm so excited about it. So if you're interested, you can go to thejoyjunkie.com slash bootcamp. You can see all the information, everything that's included, the, included the start dates, the bonuses, the content, what to expect. Um, there's uh, FAQs on there. So you, if you have any questions, you can look it up. Um, but I would just totally love to have you. And it's one of those opportunities to... Uh, congregate with like-minded people and what I love is you know obviously for many of us who coach we we have a fairly higher price point if we work one-on-one with somebody and not everybody is able to do that but they know they need development they know they want to work on themselves and their their hands are a little tight so I love to be able to offer much more lower price affordable options for people who who are ready to do the work. Yeah, because it's really hard to be in a boot camp with your hands tied. <laughs> good point. Good You want to bring your sweat towel, bring your dog tags, and a good attitude. Your sweat towel? It's a boot camp. Your, your sweat towel? Sweat towel, your dog tags. Dog tags. And a good attitude. A good attitude. Yeah. Did you know, like, all my marketing has pictures of dog tags and, like, Oh, yeah, I know. I saw yeah. that. I think that's what made me think of it. That's awesome. And, you know, being ex-military, boot camp, you know. Totally. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. So get your ass over to thejoyjunkie.com slash boot camp. And let's, like, get some shit handled. What do you say? Let's do it. So. I'm in. Awesome. You should do boot camp. <laughs> I'll do boot camp. You're always doing my classes. It's really cute. 
I love that about you. So let's talk about how the hell to find your happiness. Like, how do we, how do we do this? Like, what do you, what lights you up? What is going to make the biggest impact on my life? And what's really fascinating when, excuse me, oh my God, I'm burping on the air. That's nice. Nice. God, just classy. I'm a class act. (laughs) Class act. Oh my God. (laughs) Don't get me started. We'll have a burp contest. I'm such a class act. Um. (laughs) <laughs> so years ago, it was funny when I when I got this submission. By the way, if you have things that you want us to cover off on, you can go to thejoyjunkie.com and click on podcast. And there's the place where you can actually submit topic ideas. We've and we've gotten a lot of great topics that way. And mm-hmm. it, it's helpful for me because then I'm like, oh, that's what they want to hear about. Yep. So we got this submission from a listener. And the first thing I thought about was there was years, years ago, my <clears> brother <throat> asked me, what do you think the key to happiness is? And I mean, that's like a big time life question. Like, exactly, what's the like key to happiness? the monk on top of the hill, you know, or the mountain. Right. Like, oh, just to be one. What's the meaning of life? Be Zen and one with nature, and yeah. then, you know, you're good. So, for the rest of us, like, what does it mean? And so I told him the answer that I believe still to be true, which is to, to really know what your life purpose is to know what your core value system is and to make choices and live in accordance with those things. So the problem is, is that most of us don't know our life purpose or we don't know our core values. That's right. That's why you have boot camps and all those other products to help you find them. Right. And I have always said like, we should have this in our schools. Like, no wonder we get older and can't fucking figure out a relationship, don't know how to stand up for ourselves, don't know how to deal with fear, don't know how to deal with our inner critic in our mind, because we are never taught that. There's no way you would ever know how to deal with that unless you had life coach parents. Yeah, good luck getting that in schools, though. I know, I know. Don't get me started on that. But but, but seriously, like, you get to your adult life and you go, holy shit, I'm unhappy. Why? And, and then we start looking at all these external factors. Well, it's because I don't have the job I love. It's because I don't have my soulmate. It's because I don't have a baby. It's because I don't live where I want to live. And so we think, if only I have all these other things, then I'll be happy. And so we start pursuing all these things. Mm-hmm. We achieve many of them. And we still come up empty and we kind of go, what the fuck? Is this all there is? Like, yep. when am I actually going to be happy? That's right. You get to the end of the maze and you're like, where's my cheese, man? Where's my cheese, man? <laughs> So here's, here's where I want you guys to start in figuring out what your values are. So this is, this is actually work that I do with a lot of my clients. We do it in, um, in a couple of my courses that I teach. And the idea behind value systems, as far as I've been taught and also what I teach others, is not just like, oh, I really value honesty or love or whatever. The idea is that a value in your life is something that would severely impact the quality of your life if we were to remove that thing. The things you can't live without. The things you can't live without and the things that contribute to your fulfillment and your happiness. Right. So I'll give you a small example. I have a very strong value around creativity. Right. If we were to remove the element of creativity in my life, I would be severely impacted, right? Like my <clears throat> happiness would be highly influenced. In fact, it would be kind of um, eliminated. Yeah. 
So I know that in order for me to thrive, in order for me to be lit up in a lot of ways, I need to have an element of creativity. So what does that what does that mean? So for me, that means I need to always be having a creative project going on. Right. It could be it could be everything from uh, working a couple of months on an elaborate Halloween costume. <laughs> which you've been known which to do. Which I have been known to do. It can be something like uh, rehearsing for a theatrical uh, production that I'm going to be a part of. That's flexing my creativity muscle. It can be uh, working on new graphics for my business. Like I love creating graphics and creation. Sure. It can be anything that nurtures that creative piece of me. So I know that that's one thing that I highly value that I cannot have absent in my life. And what's so fascinating, a few years back, I found myself really in somewhat of a depression and kind of in a funk and it lasted a couple of months. And I remember talking to my coach at the time and she kind of just said, throw out on paper, what are the, the, the things that you value the most? And so I started saying, oh gosh, well, human connection is a huge one for me. For it's sure. extremely nurturing to my spirit I light up when I am in collaboration with other people if I have dinner parties or people come over to hang out like I love human connection uh, another one of them was health and wellness uh, another one of them was creativity and so so as I'm telling her all these things and she so she goes like well what how are you honoring all of those things and I went oh dun, well dun, dun. human connection absent I haven't been connecting with friendships I haven't been connecting with classes or clients or things like that um health and wellness I had not been doing my routine workout which significantly influences how happy I am right I was looking around I had no creative projects going on and it's like well for fuck's sake no wonder you aren't happy no wonder you're kind of depressed the things that you value the most you are not are paying attention to yeah right and it what was so funny is coincidentally i was teaching a class at the exact same time where we were going through values <laughs> so the deal is like he you can't teaches learns twice <laughs> exactly <laughs> or like 47 times yeah because oftentimes you can't see your own blind spots and that's why i always highly advocate having a coach like i always have a coach in my life because it's so hard to see your own blind spots, you it's know? True. So, so I started true. looking around and going like, well, no shit. No wonder I'm not happy. So that's when I started getting really involved in theater. That's when I ordered a new home fitness program and started getting back into health and wellness. I started cultivating more friendships. I started having more classes so that I was nurturing that human connection. So, so here's what I want you to do is I want you to start looking around your life and looking at the things that you value the most. And there's a couple of, there's tons of ways actually that I usually go through developing like a core value system when I'm working with clients. So uh -huh. I'm not, I'm not going to go as elaborate as that, but one of the tools that you can use is to look at the things that piss you off the most. Oh, interesting. Because when you're really pissed, most of the time, there's a value that's being, being stepped, stepped on. on. Yeah. So for me, you know, when I get really upset about, you know, people not wanting, you know, like uh, just dropping in the house or, you know, um, not making plans ahead of time or things like that, that irritates the hell out of me. Why? Because I highly value 
order and organization. Mm -hmm. When things are orderly, organized, systematic, planned, I am lit up. Like having a to-do list, checking things off my to-do list, forward planning, all my ducks in a row. I'm like lit the fuck up. You know, and adversely, spontaneity stresses me the fuck out. Like that, that pisses me off. Like I just, so knowing that I'm like, as much as I love the idea of being spontaneous, it doesn't make me happy. It's totally a, oh, that's a sexy thing to be. Try to be it. It makes me miserable. Sorry, but thing. (laughs) So years ago I had to (laughs) let go. Like I am just not spontaneous. It does not light me up. It does not make me happy. I need to just let go of that. And honor that I really do love order and organization. Yeah. So, um, so for you, what is it? It could be, um, uh, let me just think of a couple of other things, just examples. Because a lot of times when we say core value system, a lot of times we think of stuff like love, honesty, integrity, you know, picking your values off like a values list. Mm-hmm. And it's not about that. It's about figuring out the things in your life that light you up doesn't matter if they're popular doesn't matter if it sounds good doesn't matter if your spouse has it or doesn't have it it's a matter of these things contribute to my fulfillment so they're important to me period done like for me one is being a part of uh being an important part of other people's lives Mm. right like i get a lot of fulfillment from that and therefore it is it's that human contact but in a um in an impactful way like right. I have to really be a important part of their health care or um, their stress relief or whatever it might be like being that for other people is a huge ethic for me. Totally. So what I would encourage you to do, like with with like, let's say this is a client work, I would say, let's come up with a name for that value. Mm-hmm. So what I hear from you, it could be it could be impact. Yeah. Like I highly value impact. And the deal is, is like it only has to matter to you. Right. It only has so to make, make sense up, to you. Yeah. This is a way this is a tool for you guys to make up your own. Right. right. And I'll, I'm going to give you another example, too. But that could also be contribution. Contribute. I like that one. Yeah. Um. But here's what's so fun about naming your values. I had a client who, and she's actually given me permission to say this, so I never, ever disclose client stuff unless they've given me permission. Just need to say that for me. And she had a high value around uh, the description of it would be presentation, how she presents herself to the world, um, kind of being buttoned up, being a classy woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of having... um, just feeling really put together aesthetically in her body and her manners in how she, you know, carried herself. And I was like, well, come up with it. Come up with a name for that. Because it wasn't, you know, when we said presentation, that really didn't like resonate. Didn't hit, yeah. So she called it shiny penny. <laughs> and so that was her value around shiny penny. So, for instance, if I were to say to her, like, so how have you been honoring your value around shiny penny? She could say, like, well, you know what? I've been so good about getting routine massages. You know, I 
I know I feel a lot better when I have, when I have my roots done and have my hair done or yeah. whatever. So you can start looking around your your life and it like let's say you haven't been taking care of your health. You haven't been. She hasn't. You know, let's say it's this client. She hasn't been taking care of her. You know, her hair, her nails, the things that matter to her that make her feel beautiful. She could look at her life and go, Oh my God, I'm not honoring my value around shiny penny. Right. Of course I'm not. Yep. Happy. I had a coaching instructor who had a value she called hot monkey love. Oh, God. And even though it sounded like really sexual, it wasn't. What it meant to her was living passionately. Okay. So it was everything that she did. I thought we were going to take a turn there. No, no, no. Okay, good. Everything that she did in her life, she wanted to do it with an element of passion. Got it. But she didn't. It didn't say it for her. Right. The word passion, like a value Those passion. were the words that she picked. So her moniker was hot monkey love. Hot monkey love. So she could say, am I approaching my business from a place of hot monkey love? Am I approaching <laughs> right. my marriage from a place of hot monkey love? I hope so. Yeah. You know, so, but she could, it's an element where you can go, okay, am I honoring this or not? That's so awesome. That I, is such a cool tool. It's a really, when you have a really concrete value system and I'm always adding to them and I'm sure. going, ah, I realize that I have a huge value around um, precision, like things being pretty fucking precise. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and, and when I do this work with people, we go into when it crosses that line of like, it's no longer fulfilling. It's actually now in control of you. Right. Because that can happen too. <clears throat> Absolutely. So there's a OCD. lot of work to do around value systems. So I'm just trying to give you a little bit of a few nuggets to start helping you identify these are the things that contribute to my happiness. These are the things that light me up and make me live a joyful life, period. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to think, oh, there's another one that Mr. Smith that you have. You have a strong value around strategy. strategy. Yep. And it's funny because... Like how to get places, what's the best route. Like right now, the best way to take it. I'm like the Californians on SNL. I know. It's, it's <laughs> funny. But you... But take Mulholland Drive. <laughs> no, kidding. You're going to hop on the one away. <laughs> um, and uh, so he, he'll, he's like that if we're packing up the car for vacation or something yeah, like, like that. Like a game of Tetris. It's Tetris. He's got to put this here. He, But it gives him an element of happiness to to do that, to strategize. Like, where do we go? And then he knows, well, don't go that way because there's too many right turns or too many left turns that way. That's right. Or there's construction on the streets. So yeah. Like, yeah. Or that that one light takes for way too long. Yeah, that's so right. So don't go that direction. <laughs> um, but you also do that in your business. You value strategy and let's do this way. And, right. Um, or even if we're planning out where we're going to go, you know, a couple stops. You're like, well, it makes way more sense if we go to this stop first than this stop, you know. Yeah. So when you understand that, you can go, okay, cool. I know I will feel better if I have a strategy of attack for my fitness, for my, you know, my business, for whatever it is. And you can go, that will make me happier than just willy-nilly going for it. Right. It's Haphazardly so throwing something together. So true. So for you, start looking around. What are those components that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, this lights me up? And it, it'll be con it'll be more concepts. It won't be something like an item, like uh, ice cream. <laughs> I really love ice cream. It's not things you just love. 
it's elements that contribute to your your happiness right um so there it's not just an interest necessarily it is um it's almost like a blanket thing like for instance i love painting and i love acting and i love doing graphic design but for me that all falls under creativity right i call right. all of that stuff creativity right right so it's the elements that must be in your life because there might be something that um you know for years i painted and now the way i honor creativity is through acting so it might change how you honor that value throughout your life hmm. so start taking a look at that another way that you can really start figuring out what lights you up is to plain old experiment and I get this a lot because I work with a lot of people who are 50 plus who ha are going through empty nest syndrome or they're kind of like, okay, who am I in this second half of my life? Right. Yes. And they start looking around going mm -hmm. like, God, what do I even enjoy anymore? Yeah. So you have to do what I call uncover or recover. So some people uncover. never gone through the process of figuring out what they even like to do. Right. Okay. And then That's other uncover. people have to recover it it's like shit they used to love to do maybe before they had kids before they became mm -hmm, an entrepreneur mm -hmm. before whatever happened and they have to go back and kind of recover that yeah i saw a girl on america's got talent she's a comedian but she let go of her career raised her kids went back to it yeah so it's like recovering like yeah. oh yeah remember when that used to light me up let's go try some element of that right um I had that with a client who was who was really dealing with some some tough empty nest stuff, and I we started doing uncover and recover. And I said, "What are some things that you really enjoyed before before you had children?" And we found out that she loved arts and crafts and stuff. So one of her assignments was to start. She'd been really wanting to maybe paint a mural, and so she painted a mural in one of her rooms. And that was like, okay, oh yeah. I do really like this, you know? So what happens though, if you're actually going to uncover it, like you've never really figured it out, really the only option you have is to start experimenting. Yeah. So what happens when you do that though, is your little internal voice comes in and will tell you all the reasons why you can't experiment. <laughs> and then like, oh, you're too old or oh, that's too stupid or that's too silly or you're too this or you're too fat or you're too lame all these horrible things in your mind or you try something new like you know what let's see if i like mountain biking i'm just gonna go do it and let's say you hate it your gremlin will go see 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 what There's happens proof. when you see what happens when you try something new yeah see i told you you couldn't do that what were you thinking so it's how you approach that information it's like well now sweet cross one thing off my list mountain biking isn't it right that's not gonna be my new pastime of enjoyment what else do I find in okay perfect let's keep moving on right and this just like it takes uh, it takes some no's to get the yes absolutely right well I remember um, doing uh, trying out uh, birth control years and oh years my and gosh. years ago me too and my doctor <laughs> you remember that too yeah that was fun my doctor at the time really gave me such an incredible perspective about 
process of elimination and getting one step closer. So I think it's a perfect parallel with starting to experiment, right? Because some shit you're not going to like. You're going to be like, oh, let's try roller derby. Oh, let's try scrapbooking. Let's try concerts, you know, in the park and singing. Totally. (laughs) So it's completely on the opposite sides of the spectrum. What? (laughs) Scrapbooking and rollerblading. Well, no, but we're so multidimensional. So much stuff can fulfill you. That's true. Absolutely. So you have to kind of experiment and go like, I don't know what I like. Let's try this. Yeah. So, you know, so I was talking to this doctor and I'm like, I hate this. You know, I try this birth control and it fucks me up. It makes me fat. Then I try this one. It makes me moody. I try this one and it makes me not, you know, um, have any sexual interest. So, so she said, here's the deal. I wish our bodies came with this manual that said here Amy responds really well to this sort of medication she doesn't work with this Mm -hmm. give her this and it works she goes but that's not the deal that's not that's not how we're programmed we're not given a manual so the only option we have is to try stuff and if it doesn't work we're one step closer to knowing what does and it completely changed my perspective because up until then I kept going another one this didn't work this didn't work and then I started going sweet one step closer let's try this next one let's see what happens until I found something that worked really well for my system nice but the point is is that it's your perspective about it instead of going and throwing in the towel and being like that doesn't work yeah well it's like no shit there's gonna be stuff that doesn't work stuff that maybe you tried years and years ago like maybe you were really involved in yearbook in high school and you're like oh let's maybe see if I can get into something like that in my later years maybe I'll you know start start like a a Facebook group for graphic design or whatever you can do so many different things and maybe it doesn't light you up anymore the way it used to that's okay you're experimenting all you're doing is experimenting if if you think about the concept of an experiment it doesn't matter. Like any information that you gather is a valuable information. That's right. That's right. So, and maybe you're not a scrapbooker or you don't like it anymore, but there's somebody in class that uh, has some other hobby. And all of a sudden that leads you to what it was that you truly enjoyed. Right. So you've got to try out all those things in order to find it. That's a really great point because Sometimes it's just that you are you are having a seeker's mind, right? That say you you know started this scrapbook class and you fucking hate it, but then somebody else is into <laughs> roller derby in the class, right. and you're like no way! And so now you just because you become a seeker and an experimenter, you you start attracting the opportunities that you need. That's how you enjoy life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you find happiness. Way to bring it all home, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, third thing that you can do is to eliminate the hell no's. And this is basically all the shit in your life that you already are clear don't make you happy. That's very important. A little bit more difficult to do, I think, to get rid of some of those things, but worth it when you do. It's hard in particular when it's a job you hate or a spouse you hate. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you look around and you're like, it's easy to trade in your car. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's easy to just change the car and things like that. So some things are harder, but taking a real clear look at your life and going, you know what? My role as a caregiver or as 
maybe it's even um, a volunteer or an entrepreneur. These are robbing me. So maybe it's I need to scale down in my volunteer work. I need to figure out how to change my caretaking role. I need to, so it might be getting creative about the things in your life that aren't working and seeing if you can change those in any way. Yeah. Because if you aren't willing to take action on the stuff that is not lighting you up, then your only other option is to make peace with what is. Yeah. Otherwise, you are attached to being unhappy those are your options like that's pretty much how it works um so if you're in a situation where you're like but i can't leave my job but i can't then you better fucking figure out how to be happy in the meantime enjoy it yeah it's perspective it is perspective perspective. how you change that absolutely so your your happiness truly is a choice you know uh deciding what lights you up and figuring out what that is and living in accordance with that, that is all choice. That is absolutely choice, despite circumstance. Um, history, I mean, is peppered with people who have had incredible adversity who still chose happiness, yep. who still chose love and chose a survivor instead of victim. And um, that's something that I, anytime that I'm really down or discouraged or not, not feeling very happy, I look at stories of that, you know, stories of triumph. I'll just like Google mm-hmm. even people like who went through egregious shit, like Nazi concentration camps and um, their stories of survival and and cho- and choice of perspective and happiness. So yep. I can certainly deal with fluctuations in in the economy or the workplace or family relationships or whatever. Sure. If these people can surmount that and right. it, it encourages me. I do that with clients with pain. <clears throat> helping them manage it. Mm-hmm. You can live in your pain or you can live beyond it. Yeah. Right. And it's your choice. We're going to try to b- diminish that pain and make sure that, you know, that you shine through it, but you have to do it on your end as well. If you constantly talk about my arthritis, my headaches, my ankle trouble, that you're taking ownership of it and it's becoming you. Yeah. Instead of, living your life and enjoying the things that are out there that you can do and not dwelling in the things that you can't. Right? Plus that never makes you feel better. It never makes you feel better. If you're like, oh, yeah. my ankle, my ankle, that never helps the ankle. Right. So you might as well focus on something you do like. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's very true. You become attached and you start identifying with your unhappiness. That's right. Instead of starting to be a seeker and an experimenter and look around you, what can you eliminate? What are the things that don't light you up that you can actually get rid of? That's one of our biggest things we overlook. Finally, number four is to search out like-minded people. Stop hanging out with people that make you feel like shit. Okay? I don't care if they're family. I don't care if they are decades-long friendships. If it is not creating happiness in your life if it's not nurturing your best self if it's hindering you if it's making you feel like shit down discouraged it's time to start getting rid of those people and on the flip side start nurturing people who are like-minded right you know finding your tribe finding your your soulmates and uh soul sisters your tribe your soul tribe as i like to call them we've and you can go back we've done a couple of podcasts on how how to um, we did one on finding your soulmate. We also did one on how to find friendships, like yep. how to actually create friendships. 
So those are the four, you guys, four small steps that you can actually start taking to figuring out what lights you up, to figuring out what truly contributes to your personal happiness. So figuring out some of your core values and start living and making choices in accordance with them. Begin experimenting, uncovering or recovering things that you once enjoyed or perhaps are of interest to you that you might enjoy now. Eliminating the hell no's, the bullshit from your life that you already know you don't enjoy, that don't contribute to your fulfillment and happiness. Get rid of them. And start searching out like-minded spirits. Start engaging with people who are your soul tribe. I love it. Great stuff, babe. Yeah? Yeah, I think that answers the question and then some. And you know what's interesting about all that is that is scratching the surface of the products and the information that you have it's true <laughs> like this is like great stuff but you just like blow it up in the in your products just expand mm -hmm. upon it and really get detailed and i mean it's amazing thanks babe the um the values work alone that that i do in um it's actually in my badass 101 program that I run live sometimes and then we also I also have a digital form of it and that has a lot of values work in it and um, it really gives you like a lot of tools on how to actually figure it out you know and really nail down a solid values list and make choices in accordance with them and all that stuff yeah but yeah you know and, and but that's really what I want this podcast to be is little snippets of wisdom and things you can start now yep. and then if you want more that I have that for you too, you know, and, yeah. and I try to really offer things at a free level, low level, middle level, and, you know, and then a higher level, depending on how much attention you want. But again, if you, if you know that this type of stuff is influential for you and it changes your mindset, it changes how you approach things, join us for boot camp. It's a yeah. great way to just like get your feet wet in, um, in self-help and, or even a refresher in, in personal development if you've done some work already and you need to kind of get it just a little a little back on back on track uh so again you can find all of that at the joyjunkie.com slash boot would be most honored to have you it opens tomorrow you can see all the information though already and i just love you guys thank you so much Aww. for listening and and hanging out with me it means so much to me yeah me too and there are more freebies on the site too when you cruise by so you should see those and any other final thoughts you have on finding your bliss, finding your happiness? No, you covered covered it pretty well. Absolutely. Thanks for letting me out you on some of your your va your value system. <laughs> Not a problem at all. All right, guys. Good reminder. I'll talk to you next week, and here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, happily out. Mm -hmm.